like I'm on the Heisman watch That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got Skill, four times the talent around me Desmond Howard playing for Howard Just tell me how can I be stopped This Allen Ivy at an Ivy college They can't check me, I don't practice my class too hard Nigga, me, my swag is Okay, what's going on ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 35 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. What a week it has been. Oh, man. It, it has been a week. <laughs> it has been a wild week in the world of sports, man, in the real world as well. Uh, it's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Now, before I start the show, I want to talk about something real quick. I'd like to talk. This is, you know, this is not sports related. But this is my platform. I'm going to use it, you know, as I please. The abortion laws that we're, we're seeing go into, uh, go into place, you know, being voted in right now are absolutely nuts. Now, I'm not someone who advocates, you know, for abortion, but I am pro-choice. I will say I am pro-choice. I believe that uh, abortion is situational. Rape victims young young you know young moms young couples and people who truly feel like it or you know it was an accident and you know are gener uh genuinely not ready to become parents if it's early enough yes that's your choice we shouldn't allow first you know i, I see a lot of people talking about old white men but what about old white women in, in Congress, might making these decisions because we all know who these decisions really affect. It, it, it's poor and minority women. Just something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. Think about think about where we are. You know, this show is a sports show. This 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 show is a show to get us to, to, uh, to get you away from what's going on in the real world. You know, I make this show to entertain, to inform, and, you know, just for sports. But there's a real world outside of sports, and it's ha- and, and you know it's it's happening. Things are happening. You know, I just think it's it's, it's funny how they're, they're they're trying to make abortion a felony and, and make that such a big you know a wrong wrongdoing. But a, a police officer can shoot down and murder a black woman, and probably will get away with that. A pregnant black woman probably will get away with that. Huh. Just something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. That's all. That's all. Yeah. That's just, I just had to get it out of my chest. But, on a lighter note, let's let's get off of that. We got to get off of that now. Mm. I just, you know, I just, I just, you know, I, I've been seeing it all week and it's just, it's just exhausting. It's exhausting, man. It really is exhausting. And it's nothing that can be said. That hasn't already been said, but I'm I'm just tired. I'm tired. I'm truly tired. Whew. Mm. I don't even know how to transition out of this. Um damn. All right. Moving on. So, like I was saying, it's been a it's been a wild week, man. It's been a wild week. So, this episode, right. If you haven't, I, 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 you know, I'm pretty sure you you may or may not have seen, like, um, I think it was back in March, I tried to start a boxing show called 12 Rounds. Uh, what I'm going to do today is reiterate 
a lot of stuff I talked about on that first episode. Majority of you probably didn't even hear it, so it won't even matter. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about this week, uh, of course, and you know the events we got going on this weekend. We're going to talk about everything from the uh, the draft lottery, NBA draft lottery, the the, uh, the Jets. We'll talk about the Jets, uh, NBA playoffs, of course, and um, a few other things. But I want to start off by saying that this show is going to be fairly long. And the majority of it will be spent on boxing. So, my casual fans and my not-so-fans boxing, stick around right now. Learn something. Learn something. Because a lot of you probably don't understand what goes on in the world of boxing like me. And you guys, you know, if you want to learn, stick around. This is going to be a great show, okay? This is going to be a great show. I promise I'm not going to bore you to death. I want to make it as interesting as possible and entertaining as possible. All right, so sit back, relax, and enjoy, and let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Okay, let's start off with this weekend, the big fight this weekend, Deontay Wilder versus Dominic Brazil at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, live, free on Showtime, all right? This is a fight that, you know, these guys genuinely do not like each other. You can see that. You see that in the press conferences. You see that, uh, you know... The whole build-up to this fight just feels like genuine dislike. I don't think there will be any hugging or or dapping up at the end of this fight after the fight's over because one of these guys are going to sleep. Uh, you know, this this fight is just what it is. It's a fight. It's a fight. Two heavyweights. WBC title on the line. Deontay Wilder did Dominic Brazil. Uh, you know, we... If you don't know who De- uh, Deontay Wilder is, you've probably seen him on Twitter somehow, whether it was from a knockout, whether somebody voiced over his knocked out knockouts, like a Ha Ha Davis or a Bob Minery, or you've seen him uh, say <laughs> to this day, that meme was big. If you've seen that, or if you've seen him talking about wanting to kill his opponent in the ring, you know who De- Deontay Wilder is. Straight guy, straight out of Alabama. Country strong guy, country guy. He, he don't play, man. He don't play. You know, he get in the ring. His goal is to knock his opponent out. Simple as that. Simple as that. Uh, but you can just tell that these guys aren't just trying to sell tickets. These guys have had, and it's, I think it was uh, after Dominic's fight they had, or was it Wilder's fight? I think it was after a Wilder fight. These guys had an interaction at a hotel where it got. I think it got a little physical in. Wilder actually, not Wilder, uh, Brazil actually tried to sue Wilder, but uh, the judge threw the case out. So these guys don't like each other. You know, this is a very different dynamic than the Wilder and Fury fight. Now, those guys aren't the best of friends, but you can tell that there was a mutual respect there and they were doing it for the sport and they have a common enemy in Anthony Joshua. So much different. You know, those guys were playing around at the press conference, you know, doing the dancing and everything and talking trash. This is very different. You know, did uh, Deontay Wilder really wants to hurt this man? And he said it. Now, he said, you know, he talked about killing a man in the ring before. Now, Eric doesn't agree with that. I don't, I don't like that. That I don't like. I don't like it. I don't think that should be your goal. I don't think you should want to kill somebody in the ring. I, I, if I was a boxer, I wouldn't want that mindset. I want the what, what damn sure wouldn't want the man across from me to have that mindset. I think at the end of the day, you know, we're all in this sport. It's a combat sport, yes, but it's not a, 
it's not a death match. It's not a movie. You know what I mean? This isn't this isn't anything like that. So I, I, I think those comments, I don't like those comments, and neither does the WBC, the Robox Commission. They don't like it either. And uh they they said they wanna have a hearing about it. You know, they said those comments don't represent the WBC. And you know what I mean? So we'll we'll see how that goes, but I'm sure that won't be anything major. I'm sure they'll talk about it and try to, you know, shut those comments down from him in the future. But as of right now, you know, nothing big is happening behind that. But they did say they would like to have a hearing with Wilder, I believe. But, you know, that's just how he is. That's just how he talks. But, you know, I don't agree with that, the killing a man in the ring. We, we've seen there has been fighters die in the ring. But, you know, I don't think there's anything that Wilder could do in his power to actually, you know, kill Brazil. I, I think, you know, he would end up seriously hurting him, but I don't think he would actually put that man in the ground. But like I said, man, that, that's just that's just what it is. Now, as far as the fight goes, the actual fight, th- this I see going going Wilder's way. You know, Brazil has already lost to Joshua. I don't I don't see this going his way. I think if, if Wilder, because first of all, I don't think there will be any fill-out rounds. I think that the first and the second round might be, but if I if the fight goes the way I think it'll go, I think they'll both come out swing. I think Wilder come out with the energy that he gave uh, Silverstein in the second fight, and I think that if he's really gotten into Dominic Brazil's head and Brazil comes out and, and Wilder's in his head, I think Brazil will be hesitant. I think that'll end up getting him hurt. I think that Wilder will actually knock him out before the sixth round. I don't see this fight being very long. Don't see this. Damn sure don't see it going all 12. I think this will be a fight that that's short, and I think we'll be seeing a knockout. So if, if you like boxing and you like knockouts, watch the fight Saturday. Absolutely. And, and you know, I just think that, you know, Wilder, with the, with the Fury fight, very frustrated him, you know. He he, he got the 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 late knockdown, the, which should have been scored a knockout. I I really think the ref that was a, a long slow count. I think that that was a ten count. Would go to my grave saying that, but I think that he really wanted that knockout. So I think that he'll definitely be going for the knockout in this fight. Um, I don't see it. I don't see it getting into the late water. So I don't. I don't think that he'll be his his uh. His stamina will be tested in this fight. I think the biggest thing for him in this fight is just keeping his head. You know, not getting frustrated when when uh, you get to maybe the middle rounds. If you came out thinking that the fight would be over early, I think Wilder just has to keep his head. So my final prediction for this fight is a knockout from Deontay Wilder early. First half of the fight. That's my prediction. So once again... Dominic Brazil, Deontay Wilder, getting the ring tomorrow night. And we will see who will be the man. Um, Next on the list, uh, let's talk about Javante Tank Davis versus the world, man. This, this, this guy Tank is fed up. He's tired of you guys talking. And he's had enough. Yes, he's had enough. Okay, so Tevin Farmer and Javante have been going back and forth in real life and on social media for about, what, two or three years now? 
it, it's been a while. These two have been talking mad smack to each other, and you know, hey, what, what are you gonna do? You know, these guys want to fight each other. Tanks from Baltimore, uh, Tevin's from Philly, and now we can throw Gary Russell Jr. into the mix. Thirty-year-old uh, IBF. Wait, excuse me, incorrect. Thirty-year-old uh, WBC featherweight champion from Capitol Heights, Maryland. You know, DC area. Uh, you know, he he was uh, had some things to say the other day. Told Tank he was come for him. Also called out Leo Santa Cruz. You know, these these guys are talking. The Tank's tired of it, man. Tank does a lot of talking himself, but, you know, he just feels like everybody wants him. Now, I had somebody ask me, you know, he, he, he said he didn't understand these boxing guys, you know, because Tank is slated to fight some uh, somebody from Panama. I have to go look at the name. Somebody from Panama in July. You know, my guy was confused why he won't t- uh, fight somebody. One of the guys calling him out. And you know, I, I said it's it's not as it's not as simple as that. You know, first of all, prime example, Tevin Farmer is with the zone and tank fights on Showtime. That right there is a problem. It's already a problem. With uh Tevin being on the zone, it'll be way, way harder for that fight to get made. Uh, you know, it's just it's just how it is. It's a lot of politics boxing. You know, these fights don't get made when we want them, and sometimes they never get made. And, you know, we can't blame the boxer for that all the time. We can't. You know, it's just so much that goes goes into this. Like, you know, we can we can talk about Errol Spence and uh, Terrence Crawford. Another prime example. Terrence Crawford is with top rank ESPN. And Errol Spence with PBC. All right. You know what? Scratch, scratch the tank thing. Because we already know how that goes. Scratch that. Let me tell y'all, let me break it down for you like this so you can understand this. Let me break down the big three. PBC, Premier Boxing Champions. That's probably, if, you, if you're a casual fan, that's probably what you see. Your big fights, uh, your Showtime, your Fox. Uh, all right. That's, that's you know you know what I mean? Your Showtime, your Fox. Uh, that's, that's probably the main ones because, you know, they have other fights and other smaller networks, but those are the main. Then you got Top Rank. That's ESPN. And then you got the zone. Years ago, it, it was just really it was just HBO Showtime. Those days are long gone. With streaming involved, okay. Now, the zone is a streaming service. I think they came. They come from London. I think they're British. Come, yeah, I think the British came to the states. They used to be ten a month. Now they upped it to twenty a month. That's why Eric is no longer the zone subscribe subscriber. I watch flights for free. Uh, you know, I'm not you know too pressed about the other original content they have on there. So you got the zone PBC top rank. PBC has the majority of the welterweights. When I say the majority, pretty much all of them. Uh, the top three belts is four belts, WBC, WBO, WBA, uh, and the uh, IBF. Yes, I'm right. Three of the main, three of the four, are over on uh, PBC, okay? So you got Errol Spence Jr. You got, and these are welterweights, by the way. These are welterweights. You got Errol Spence Jr., Sean uh, Porter, uh, and Keith Thurman, okay? 
They're all on PBC. Then the fourth is Terrence Crawford. He's on top, top rank. He's on top rank. So the fight that everybody wants to see is who they feel is the uh, the number one, which is Terrence Crawford fight Earl Spence Jr. That's that's you know that's who we want, and that's the fight that is going to be very hard to make happen because you got that stop right. Uh, I believe that's who's that Bob Arum, and then. Over here, you got Al Heyman, right? So it's money. Who's going to carry the fight? And how how they're going to make the fight happen? So with, with PBC, Premier Boxing Champions, having three of the big four, they have the leverage. They don't have to work. They don't have to get Terrence Crawford in the mix. Terrence Crawford and top rank and his team have to make the effort to get in the mix. Because... With all the welterweights, think about the welterweights who don't have belts over there at PBC. You got Danny Garcia, Pacquiao's fighting, and uh, he's fighting Thurman in July. Um, Mikey Garcia's uh, supposed to be fighting Eddie. Like, you got Mikey Garcia over there as well. Uh, who else is in the welterweight division? The welterweight division is stacked. But when you're looking at PBC, they have stars on their own. They can unify on their own. We were supposed to get Sean Porter and Errol Spence in August, but apparently that's not happening in August, I guess. Hopefully it is still happening because we would like to see that get, you know, we want to unify this division as much as we can. So you got Keith Thurman and Pacquiao fighting for the belt in July, right? Then you would like to see Sean Porter, Spence, unify those two titles. And then the winner out of Thurman and... Pacquiao can fight the winner out of Mikey Garcia and Danny Garcia. And then, boom, from there, we can unify the two belts from the Spence and Porter fight. Then the the, uh, the, the winner of Thurman, Pacquiao, Garcia, Garcia. You, you know what I mean. So those three belts can get unified by the first half of 2020. Then the only thing left would be trying to get Terrence Crawford in the mix. So when, when you guys, you know, get upset at fighters, for not fighting other fighters, it's really not their fault. 85% of the 95% of the time. It's just so frustrating as a fan to see that. And then I'm pretty sure it's pretty frustrating as a fighter. Because I would want to fight the guy who's been running this jab about me. Or fight the guy who has the other belt. Or fight the guy that people feel like is better than me and I know he's not. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Of course I'll be pissed. And as a fan, I am. So that that's, that's that's just how it is. So when when you look at the scheme of things, it's like a monopoly on these fighters. You know, the zone is trying to get more fighters. You know, they got big fighters. They're big. They got Canelo, Joshua, top rank, Crawford, Lomachenko. Then you got PBC, Premier Boxing Champions. They got Tank. They got Pacquiao. They got Thurman. Oh, back to the zone. They have Triple G now. And top rank also has T- uh, Tyson Fury. But then you got PBC, Showtime, Wilder, Tank, Pacquiao, Thurman, Garcia, Spence, Porter, Garcia again, as in Mikey Garcia. If you want to throw him in there, hell, uh, Broner. It's a lot going on. 
over there. Whereas the rosters of stars are short. Like this weekend, the zone is putting on um a couple of fights this Saturday night. I don't know who those guys are. Only time we care about the zone is when it's Anthony Joshua or Canelo Alvarez. And I, I, I personally don't care for Triple G. And also on top rank, you know, you got your younger ones like um who else? Uh what's the kid's name that just fought? They called out Lomachenko. Um, Teofimo Lopez. I think um is Ennis over there? Jerron Ennis. Maybe Devin is you know, they got younger guys, but no, no big, big stars is what I'm getting at here. Um yeah, man, it, it it's frustrating. You know, the politics of boxing is frustrating, you know, when you when you think about it, when you look at the promoters and and then, you know, the 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 um what's the, what am I looking for? I I'm having a brain blast. Oh man. When you look at like ESPN, Top Rank and uh PBC, when 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 the big 3 can't find any common ground to make these fights happen, you know, the only losers here, fighters, everybody who's not making money, and then us. You know, us. That's why I think, like, the Joshua Wilder thing, I think that fight can get made because technically Wilder's a free agent, right? He just fights on Showtime. So he could go sign a little deal with his own to make the Wilder and Joshua fight happen, something like that. You know, it's 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 tricky. But, you know... That's 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 just what it is. The politics of boxing is it's real. It's a real thing, and um, it's unfortunate, but that's just how it is. Um, I see anything else I want to talk about? I know I built this up. I told I said this was gonna be a long, long, long segment. I'm just let me make sure before I wrap the boxing segment. Let me make sure I'm good. Um, no, I'm, I lied. I lied, man. I'm not done yet. And I ain't even close to being done. Um, let's see. All right, we talking about the welterweight division. If uh, I'll run it back again, welterweight division, four champions in the welterweight division: it's Errol Spence, Sean Porter, Keith Thurman, and Terence Crawford. Keith Thurman fights July twenty. If he's fighting Pacquiao, um, that's coming. Uh, the word on the street is Danny Garcia is going to fight Mikey Garcia. Now, this will be, I think, my um, this will be Mikey's second fight at welterweight. His first one was uh wait is this yes yes cause the yes yes this would be a second fight at Walter Wade uh I I think Danny could hurt him I really think Danny could hurt him I don't think this is a good fight for, for Mikey but I respect him once again for moving up and getting the money that's what that's what it's about man moving up and getting that money making a name for yourself um yeah I think that's it you know I thought I was gonna have a lot a lot more to talk about I thought it was gonna be a lot more to get through for boxing but you know i, I didn't want to spend you know the entire show talking about it but i thought it was it would have been nice to you know refresh get you guys in 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 you know in standing with me as far as i because you guys know i'm a boxing fanatic so yeah man but um let's go ahead and get off of boxing i would like to get to the what's what's been going on this week so let's start off with the nba lottery man let's get to that Okay, I'm going to be completely honest, right? This is probably the first year that I've actually understood the NBA draft lottery. It's actually a lottery. Like, 
you pick the ball and everything. Like, listen, I'm be honest with you. Don't really like it at all. I don't get it. I don't understand why. Um, but now I see tanking is dead. Tanking is actually dead. The entire city of New York thought they were getting the number one pick. After all season, we've been saying, they've been saying you will not get the one if you have the worst record. Not get the one if you have the worst record. You will not get the one. They did not get the one for having the worst record. They were getting tattoos. They were getting Zion jerseys made. They were making photoshops. They just knew Zion was coming to New York. Psych! That's the wrong number! No. Uh, in an extreme turn of events, the Los Angeles Lakers end up with a top five pick. That was nuts. Everybody thought I was at work. Uh, it was towards the end of my shift, so I was, you know, off my uh, off the desk, and I was looking at the TV. And I thought I thought the Lakers were about to get the first pick. I think all hell would have broken loose if the uh, all hell broke loose in New York. But all hell would all hell would have broken loose everywhere if the Lakers got the first pick. But they get the fourth pick. Still dangerous. Still dangerous. Still dangerous. Uh, then so the the order ended up the full order ended up being uh the Pelicans, the Grizzlies, the Knicks, the the Lakers, the Cavs, the Suns, the the Bulls, the Hawks, the Wizards, the Hawks again. Uh, that was from Dallas, and then Minnesota, Charlotte, Miami, and then Boston, and then Detroit, Orlando, Brooklyn, Indiana, etc. Okay, not important. That's the second round. Um, first round, right? Top five is so we got the Pelicans with the number one pick. That's interesting. You know, I what do you do with that though? What do you do with that? Do you draft Zion or do you trade the first round pick? Hmm. No clue. And and, and it's it's crazy now that people are telling Zion to go back to the to the uh to Duke after telling him not to play for Duke after he you know was hurt so I don't get it now y'all telling him first you tell him hey be safe protect yourself for the money now y'all telling him to turn down the money and go back and play for free yeah I don't think so go get the coin bro go get the coin uh I have no clue what's gonna happen literally no clue like who, huh. if Zion does get drafted by the Pelicans, then what? Then what? Does he just play? Like, you know, what What would be the best situation for him? And what do the, the Pelicans do with the first round pick? Like, you know, and then you got the Lakers with the fourth round. I mean, with the fourth pick. What did they do with that? Did they trade that somewhere to get somebody? Yeah, I don't know. But it is I'll tell you one thing. This is very confusing for me. Uh <laughs> the NBA draft lottery is confusing, man. I don't like it. I just wish it was simple as like the NFL's draft. Uh yeah, no. Yeah, no. No. Didn't like that. Uh what else is going on in this weekend NBA besides the games? Uh Jimmy Butler posted a picture thanking the city of Philly. And thanking the Philly fans, in essence, he gone. I think Jimmy Butler will enter free agency this year. I think he'll opt out. I don't think he'll be returning to Philly. Um, 
who else won't be? I don't think Kawhi is going to be returning to uh, Toronto. Don't see that happening. Um, I think the free agency will be interesting this summer. I think that teams, the, the team that I'll be looking for, that everybody will be looking at is the Lakers. Everybody's going to be looking at the Lakers. That's 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 the team to look at, man. Everybody's going to be looking at the Lakers. Everybody. That's the team. That's the team that everybody's going to be looking at. But the players, you got Kyrie, Kawhi, Jimmy. I think these guys aren't going to be returning to their teams. I think that a lot of pushes will get made. I don't know what team is about to become a powerhouse because I feel like these guys are going to all be together somewhere. Somehow. Also, oh, yeah, Blake Griffin. That the wild card right there. Don't sleep on Blake getting some money this summer. Do not sleep on Blake getting some money this summer because I feel like after the season he had, Blake will definitely be out of uh, Detroit and getting some money somewhere else. I truly believe that. Honestly, I do. Uh, the ECF and WCF started this week. Good God. The, the, the Blazers, they, they blew game two, man. They've had, they had the 15-point lead at halftime. They were up by 17 in the first half at one point. They have an eight-point lead, like, with three minutes left in the fourth, and they blow that. Like, what? Like, oh, my God, man. Oh, it's so frustrating to watch. I really want the Blazers to win the series. I really do. Not just because I have money on it, but just because I really want to see Dame win this one. And I hate the Warriors. I hate the Warriors. If you didn't know that, I hate the Warriors. I hate them. Um, Yeah, they blew it, man. They blew it. And then the Raptors, I just don't – the Raptors just don't have enough. They don't. They do not have enough. They just don't have enough. You know, Kawhi's dog tired in the fourth. They, no. No, we might be looking at the Bucks and the Warriors in the finals. Unfortunately. Go Bucks. Unfortunately, I would hate that see the Warriors back in the finals, but it looks that way. It looks that way. Mm, mm, mm. Crazy but true, man. Crazy but true. Um, what else? Who else? Uh, what else we got to talk about, man? Let's see. I'm moving pretty fast, actually. I'm pretty upset about that. I I thought, you know, I I thought this was going to be a long show. It's not that long. Long as in like longer than the usual. You know what I mean? But no. Uh, let's all oh, get God. Let's talk about the Jets, man. Let's talk about the Jets. <laughs> okay. So first of all. I thought that the hiring of Adam Gates, this is from the very beginning, Adam Gates as the head coach of the Jets was just weird for me. Adam Gates did not have success in Miami. You guys play Adam Gates twice a year, right? You see Adam Gates doesn't have much success in Miami. So what do you do? You bring him to New York. I don't know what they saw or what they still see. I don't see it, right? So you fire your you fire your GM after the draft, after the uh you know the big the big free agency, and now you're left with Adam Gase right as a current GM, and hours into Adam Gase being the current GM, he trades Darren Lee linebacker Darren Lee to the Kansas City Chiefs for some late rounders right, so this happens, and then we find out that allegedly. He was not too excited about the Le'Veon Bell trade. 
I mean, the Le'Veon Bell signing, excuse me. So Le'Veon, he takes the high road on Twitter. I was very proud to see him, you know, tweet nothing but, you know, two positive tweets. You know, it, you know what I mean? It, hold on, let me see. So I can read them to you guys if he didn't delete them. Because, you know, handling a situation like that is crazy. When you find out that the man that you play for, you work for, you, you know, might not like you. All right. So he tweeted when the situation, you know, there's been a bunch of false reports and speculation about me in the past about things I've said and done. So I'm used to this. I don't jump to conclusions when I hear or see a story that may affect me. Even if the reports are true, that won't stop me from doing what I came here to do. Everyone has a job to do and I'm going to do mine, whether people like me or not. I'm here to win football games. And that's true. That's true. You know, if if Adam Gates doesn't like Bell, so be it. Bell, Bell signed that contract. Bell's getting paid. Bell's the best running back in the league. He's coming off a year, no football, but he's these fresh, fresh legs. This is, this is the new star for him. You know, it didn't end well in Pittsburgh. It didn't end as bad as AB's situation did, but we all know, all we all knew that the, the, the chapter in Pittsburgh was closing for Bell. So for him to already be off to a not so perfect start in New York is bad. I don't like that. I feel bad for him. I think that Adam Gase needs to fix this, even if, like, you know, for some, for a reason, there's, this hasn't been said for no reason. Could it be completely false? Absolutely. People make stuff, writers, reporters make stuff up all the time. Reports are, all, uh, you know, there are there is fake news. But for this to happen, as soon as Adam Gase becomes, you know, assumes of, uh, the role of GM, Maybe this is something that he that he did say. Maybe maybe this is something that if he was the GM at the time, maybe we wouldn't see Bell in green and white this season. Who knows? But that that we're not even in July yet, and we're already questioning the relationship of Adam Gase and, and Le'Veon Bell. That needs to be repaired, and it all starts with Adam Gase. It's not up to Le'Veon Bell to go say his people. No, this is Adam Gase's potential doing. He needs to go fix that. So I just I just thought it was crazy how that happened so so fast. Uh we've seen in the past coaches being the GM never goes the right way. We've seen it with um who was that? Was Marty Schottenheimer? I think Marty did that. I'm not sure. Love Marty though. Big Marty fan up in uh when he was in San Diego. Big Marty fan. But we've seen we've seen coaches try to play both positions. Um, it's just like, no, man, no, 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 no. And, uh, like I said, I I just thought the Adam Gase hiring was, um, questionable to begin with. And now we see that, Hey, we might, we may, we may have hired the wrong guy, but I don't know, man, it's only may and time will tell how this goes. Uh, you know, I wish nothing but the best for Le'Veon. I, I, I'm a big Le'Veon fan, so I, I want nothing but good things for him. But I will see how that goes. Um, let's see. All right. Let's wrap this up with a little bit of pro wrestling talk, and then uh, I'll get you guys out of here, man. Okay, so <clears throat> pro wrestling fans, right? You guys you know WWE. Uh, you might know a couple of other indies. But, like, you know, but now... What we have coming soon is AEW. 
this is a new uh newest uh new company headed by the young bucks kenny omega cody rhodes uh these guys young guys these guys you know they they just they, they're doing good on their own they're doing it on their own and they got big financial backing from i think the jags gm or owner i think the jags owner then they got a big big financial backing from them so they've got the money and they've got talent over there chris jericho kenny omega uh it's a lot happening over there and i think that uh you know wwe better be on their toes i think this will be good for wwe i think this will be good for AEW. i think this will be good for the pro wrestling world as a whole you know AEW has uh secured a tnt deal and it'll It'll be very, very similar to the Monday Night Wars. I can't wait to see it because, you know, WWE is on the downslide. And, you know, the ratings have been down. Attendance has been down. And it's just ugly over there right now. A lot of fans are unhappy. So to, to have something like AEW come to fruition, it's just very good for the, for, the, uh, for the fans to have more options and everything. So I'm excited for it. I can't wait. I cannot wait. So we'll see how that goes. But I think I think that you know today's climate fans won't pick a side, but who knows? We might we might get back to the Monday Night Wars, WCW versus WWE. It could happen. I would like to see it happen. I would like to see that competition. I would like to see WWE have to step up and AEW, you know, push them to their limits creatively. And you know, we'll see though. We'll definitely see uh is that it that is it that's it that's all i got for you so let's wrap wrap this up let me uh got a couple of things get uh get out the way so anchor has given us a new feature uh where you can now click this link you can click it even in the episode link uh where you can send me a voice message so what I'll be doing is starting probably next week I'll I'll have a new segment for you guys and I'll I'll, I'll be brainstorming all week on how, on how I want to use this new feature but it's good though cuz you know you guys you know I you know if you've been listening you know I've done phone calls from you know my friends and everything so now everybody can get involved and it'll be a good thing it'll be good for you good for us good for the listeners so I'm excited about that um what else do we have going on? Uh, I plan on coming back to YouTube in the fall. So football season, I should be back on YouTube. So I'll, I'll probably have something planned for that because, you know, I don't want to just have all, uh, all the pods on YouTube. I think that I would like to just, you know, maybe just make that the football show or something like that. We'll see. But I, I'll definitely be back for visuals in the fall. And um what else? What else? Yeah, I think that's it, though. So definitely be back on Monday for episode 36. So thank you for tuning in to episode 35. It's been a good one. I appreciate the support. Appreciate the love. Keep following the Instagram and Twitter at Electrified Pod. Um, anything else? Oh, yeah. Praise up for Ric Flair. You know, he went in the hospital yesterday. Praise up for the guy, the wheeling, dealing, kiss stealing, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, son of a guy. <laughs> um but that's it man appreciate the love appreciate the support let's keep getting the numbers up man keep listening keep sharing keep you know everything man i love it i appreciate it love all of the support love all of the uh the love man thank you so with that being said i'm eric lyons and you have just been electrified